How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR. Happy Tag Day. We uh, go right to the Western Hotline to talk about it a little bit more with our very own Mr. Sal Capaccio, whose segment is brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the best place to buy a case. What's your outlet? If you got a question, comment, opinions, we talk a little football, bills, NFL, 8030550 to join us. What do you say, Mr. Capaccio? Happy Tuesday. How you doing? Pretty good, guys. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, let's see. So the tag period opens today. Uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Capaccio, I'm going to bring up two names with you in this discussion, Tremaine mm-hmm. Edmonds and Jordan Poyer. Let's start with Tremaine Edmonds, and I have a two-part question for you. Part one, do you think the Bills will use the tag on Tremaine Edmonds? And if you'd like to have part two in your brain, should they use the tag on Tremaine Edmonds? No and no. Um, I don't think they will based on the comments that Brandon Bean made and just how they normally operate and what their philosophies are. Uh, plus, given their salary cap situation, so I'll get into that all in a second. Uh, I don't think they should, basically based on all that as well. Uh, but let's here's why. So if you look at the number for the franchise tag for linebackers, it is the second highest number on the board for any position behind quarterback. It's a lot. It's $21 million a year. Um, you, you have to guarantee the player that much money. Now, you can tag the player. And you can work out a different deal. The problem would be, even if the Bills felt, okay, that gives us time to negotiate, which is possible. We've I've read that the Giants might do that with either Barkley or Daniel Jones. As this goes on, they may say, you know what, we're like where we are. Let's give it some more time. Let's tag them. If the Bills were in that situation, they could do this. The issue would be, you have to count that money on your cap uh, that when you do it. And if it takes a while and you don't get a long-term deal done, that's $21 million you do not have to play with. So they don't, they can't. Um, so I do not see the tag coming for Tremaine Edmonds. I don't think that means they don't want him back. I think they do want him back. They would rather work out something long-term, I'm sure, to try and retain Tremaine Edmonds. So no, I don't think that they're going to do it uh, based on the number it costs for a linebacker. And the reason why it's so high for a linebacker, as Brandon Bean pointed out, and going back to his comments, he said... What, last month, when you know after the season, that and he's right. Edge rushing linebackers and off ball linebackers, which is what Tremaine Edmonds is, are all counted the same. It's basically not fair. Yeah, but that's the way it is. So you know, you, you just it, it it skyrockets that number. Why do they do that, Sal? Why don't they separate it? Because you're right. The 
the the pass rushing outside linebacker who gets all the sacks is why the number is as high wow. as it is. I, I think that it's logistically tough. It's hard, Howard. Right? I, I agree with you that it'd be nice if they could, but how do you really separate? If you're a linebacker, you're a mm-hmm. linebacker. Just mm-hmm. because you play in one scheme versus another, right? I mean, just, that, that it's tough. It's hard. Um, you know, I, I don't know how you would separate that. There'd be a lot of. <laughs> Uh, there'd be a lot of appealing going on and things like that, I would I would say, right? I mean, one guy, I mean, great example. Von Miller is officially listed as a linebacker on the Bills' website. Right. And the only reason he is is because he wants to wear number 40, <laughs> although he's a defensive end. You can't wear a defensive end and be listed. You can't wear 40 and be listed as a defensive end. So Von Miller is listed as a linebacker. So I, I would think that he's counted in that. But that, I, I'm not saying it's you know, Von Miller's fault. I'm saying there's a lot of reasons why it, you know guys might be listed at one way or not another. They play a 3-4, they play in a 4-3, but they're a linebacker, they're a linebacker. The bottom line is it's $21 million. I think that's too much. I don't think the Bills are going to commit to that. I don't think they're interested in paying Jermaine Edmonds that. And they especially aren't interested in tying their cap up for that much. I got an email yesterday from someone who said we should be talking about whether or not the Bills would tag and then trade Edmonds. Well, I mean, it's always a possibility with these players, but again, you that you would have to have something worked out first with another team because you're not going to tag them, then wait and then see what happens. Because again, the $21 million counts against your salary cap while you sit there and wait. And if you don't get the trade done, if you don't get a extension done, then you're sitting there with $21 million that you can't use. Um, sure. I mean, it's possible if another team, we've seen it before, the Bills did it with Peerless Price back when. Right, I mean, teams have done this before. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have a trade worked out with another team, and it's possible that could happen. But, um, you know, I mean, that would be the reason you would do it. By the way, is because you could say, well, we could tag them, and then if a team wants them, they're going to have to pay us the. They're going to have to give up the compensation, right? The first round picks. Well, the reason why you do it is because you say to a team, well, instead of doing that, how about we just give them to you for less, like one first round pick, and like you did with Peerless Price, for example, back in the day. And you tag them and you trade them. So sure, it's possible. I, I, I've never gotten the feeling the Bills are interested in doing anything like that. I think they want to keep Tremaine Edmonds. They'd like mm-hmm. to work something out. And if they don't, then he's probably going to go somewhere else. So on Edmonds' value, Sal, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Spot track. We have we had Michael Genetti on a few weeks ago from Spot Track, and at the time, and I think I don't know if it's really changed much, but they were projecting an average of eleven million dollars a year. Though even he admitted, Genetti said it's probably low, guys. Um, the top of the range is Roquan Smith at twenty million a year. If he's a top twenty paid linebacker, it's thirteen point six million dollars a year for Edmonds. What is first off? What is his value to the Bills' defense? Well, his value to their defense is pretty immense. He is their middle linebacker. He has the green dot on the helmet. Say, so what does that mean? It means he gets the calls in. He gets the signals. He, you know, that's what all middle linebackers do. You could say, well, someone else should do that. It's just not how it works. You know, the middle linebacker, the guy's right in the middle of the defense. You know, he's kind of steering all the traffic right there. So he he's very important in that regard. I think more than. Even the fact that it, plus, I mean, look, he's he had his best year of uh, of his career last year. I don't think anybody would doubt that. Um, he's not a thumping up and downhill a gap b gap linebacker. He is a rangy, athletic linebacker who can make plays sideline to sideline. There are definitely deficiencies in his game. We've seen that. Um, he gets out physical sometimes at the point of attack. There's no doubt about that. Um, 
You know, he's not a great one-on-man-to-man cover guy. He's a very good zone cover guy mm-hmm. because he's so rangy. He can be in a zone, and he can cover basically two spots sometimes because of his length and athleticism. Um, they don't ask him to blitz a lot. He's actually a pretty good blitzer, I think, when they ask him to do it. He doesn't come off the edge to do it, but, you know, things like that. So on the field, like he, he means a lot. We know that. I think more than anything, though, for what he means to them is this is the poster child kind of for draft, retain, I'm sorry, draft, develop, and retain. This is exactly the um, philosophy that the Bills have had under Brandon Bean, and they want to have. And think about it this way. He's 25 years old right now. Right. He could sign a five-year deal. This is why I think the Bills do have a still a very solid shot to keep him. He could sign a five-year deal, and he still would get paid again at the age of 30 at his position and have a probably a really big contract coming his way five years from now. So even he could do this and say, look, this isn't a situation where I think this guy gets paid one time. I don't think the agent's going, you get one shot at this. Like, this is Jordan Poyer's last shot. Yes, right. There's no doubt. We know. He never, he's never had that really big bag of money, right? He's had nice contracts with the Bills last, um, you know, several years. This isn't the case with Tremaine Edmonds. Sure, he can get paid a lot of money, but he'll get paid again in four or five years, no matter where he goes, because that's going to be his contract. And what the Bills can do is say, okay, we can make it a five-year deal. And that money we can spread out more over time to help lower the cap hit. And that's why I think it's a lot easier here for the Bills to try and get this done than a lot of other situations. It's really just going to come down to what that value is, what the money is. What money we're talking about value, Howard, I really don't know. That's going to be very interesting. I think that he'll have some suitors that will be willing to pay a lot of money. The question will be, can the Bills you know, be able to kind of either – be willing to approach it or be able to figure out a different way to do it because of those things that I said. Yeah, all the things, Sal, you list as you know, things that could be attractive for the Bills could be attractive for a lot of other teams as well in terms of you know, his age. For Edmonds, I know you and Joe yeah. talked about, he, he had some comments recently about letting the plot process play out. And you know, that's how it works this time of year. It's a little bit like the draft. It's smokescreen season. If, even yep. if he wants to come back, he want to pro- probably portray that he wouldn't. Um, the comments that he made, did you, did you really get any feel for what he said about his future? Well, it wasn't a ringing endorsement of, hey, I really want to come back to Buffalo. <laughs> but, it, but, but I don't – just knowing Tremaine – the, the way that I do and the kind of the way he's been over the last five years in Buffalo, that doesn't surprise me. He's not, he's not a super loud guy. He's not going to make those kinds of proclamations. He's, he's pretty close to the vest. Um, and it, it didn't seem like he was also saying, Hey, I don't want to be there. You know what I mean? I, I think it was more of, it seemed to me like more agent talk, like, Hey, whenever you get asked about this, Hey, thank you for Buffalo. They did a great job. Let's see how this goes. That's where we are. You go back to, Jordan Poyer back in training camp like Jordan was hey I want to be here I want to work it out here those kinds of things you remember Dawson Knox talking like that yep. and then all of a sudden he signed the extension he kind of knew that was coming I think right uh, that's not really what Tremaine said I got I have to remember where I, I got the quotes from it was a story that was written he was out at um, maybe during Super Bowl week but he basically said hey for five years the Bills have been great to me I really thank the organization um, you know and now they're going to let the process play out and see what happens so, no, I, I didn't get the feeling. It, to, me, it, to me, what it felt like, Jeremy, was he is bracing himself to be a free agent to see where the market takes him. But, of course, he'll have an open mind to coming back to Buffalo. Jeremy asked this question last hour. I'm going to ask you the same question. Is this the most difficult one-of-your-own free agent decisions that Bean has had since he got here? Oh, I think it's one of the most difficult. 
I put this on par maybe with Matt Milano two years ago. Matt Milano was a really, like, what do you do? This We were in the same position two years ago. Same position, same guy. Same position, literally. Mm-hmm. Linebacker. If you guys remember, it was Matt Milano and Levante David were kind of considered like, okay, these might be the top two guys. Levante David was just coming off the Super Bowl. Um, you know, he's older than Matt Milano. And, you know, what's he going to sign for? He winds up signing right before the, um, a little before the free agent period to go back to the Bucks. And then Milano signed not too long after that. I think I think that's how the timeline worked out. Uh, maybe a day or two after that, and they kept him for eleven million. I remember at the time, um, you know, hey, well, he, well, they got that done. So for sure, this is one of the most difficult decisions. But these things are going to start happening now. Brandon Bean's been the GM since twenty seventeen. All the guys they're starting to have their rookie contracts come up now. They did extend some. They extended mm-hmm. Deion Dawkins. They extended Tre'Davious White. They extended Josh Allen. Those guys come to mind. The big ones they had there. This is Brandon Bean's. First, first round pick that he's got to make a contract decision on. They've already done this with that Oliver to extend him to a fifth year option. That's going to come up next year. But we're talking about a first round pick, a middle linebacker who is at his age. Oh, yeah. You think I guarantee you they would love to keep him. And this yeah. is exactly what I said earlier, the, the poster child for that. So no doubt it's one of his toughest decisions. But these decisions are going to start happening now every single year with different guys. The other, only other name I think, right, worthy of discussion and would they even consider using the tag would be Jordan Poyer. Um, I mean, shocked if that happens, Sal? Yeah, $14 million, yeah. close to fifteen for Jordan. You know, the, the other thing here is for either guy, transition tag could be in play. Um, transition tag for Tremaine still would be very high, $17.5 million. Transition tag for Jordan would be close to $12 million. I still don't think the Bills are interested in doing something like that. Um, you know, with Jordan, the thing about him is why, why would you, the reason why you franchise tag guys a lot, now it doesn't have to be, you could do it because you're willing to just say, Hey, for one year, we're going to try and run it back. And they could do something like that. I think if they wanted to do that, they might be able to get Jordan back anyway. But a lot of times you tra- you franchise tag guys because they're in your long-term plans. I don't know how much of a long-term plan Jordan Poyer is going to be in at his age already with Micah Hyde at 33, Jordan at 32. Um, you know, they could, and look, the safety position is thin right now for this team. Uh, it was so, it was it was such a good spot, you know, for, for several years. Now you have Jordan's free agency at his age, Micah coming off the injury at his age, Demar Hamlin's future very uncertain. We don't know. Jaquan Johnson's going to be a free agent. Right. Like they they have decisions to make at that position. We all recognize how valuable Jordan Boyer is, but going back to training camp, guys, I will tell you, I have never gotten the feeling that this was going to get done just based on how it just never progressed, yeah. even. Even Drew Rosenhaus coming to camp and people think, ah, you know, it must mean something. It Nothing ever happened. No. It was never a never a sign that this was going towards the Bills saying, hey, we're going to get this done this week, this next month, or right at the end of the season. I just I remember reading an article last week or so. Maybe maybe it was poor. It might have been out at the Super Bowl. Anyway, he said something about I don't think the Bills even made an offer. Like there was nothing even on mm-hmm. the table to him. So I think that would right. Look, Sal. He has value, of course. He's important to the defense. But if you're the Bills, he's going to be 32. I mean, he just had like four different injuries last season. You would want him back at one year, ideally, and have one year still with him and Hyde together. Two years max, yeah. right? I just, I mean, if he's coming back, has to be short term. But you made the point earlier. This is Poyer's last crack at a big contract in free agency. There's no way that's coming from the Bills. No, I, I don't see it. I don't think so. I, I think if in order, to, in order for Jordan Poyer to remain a Buffalo Bill, I think Jordan Poyer would have to take less than what he'll probably get offered on the open market somewhere. And 
for the Bills to say we're gonna have to we're gonna do a short term deal. I think those two things would have to be true. It'd have to be a shorter term deal, one year, maybe two, with like a even a in, in, you know a, a way to get out of it after one for the Bills, right? Do it a two year deal to kind of spread it out, but they can get out of it. You know, we've seen void years. Even Micah has void years on his, like things like that. But it would be the Bills' intention of saying we're gonna try this one more time, and for Jordan Poyer to say, well, I can go back to Buffalo for a little less for one year, or I can go to somewhere else for three years right yeah for for a little more of security um and even at his age you guys know i mean the way contracts work you he can go somewhere else and still get cut after one year because Mm -hmm. people think he's aging out there right i mean that can happen um you know and and i don't know he lives down in south florida in the off season um i know you know people know his wife is uh very outspoken on social media and it's always seemed like uh you know new york state in particular isn't a place that she's been eager to stay and live in but you know, it doesn't mean that they can't or they won't. They've been here for several years. So I think that there's a lot of things at play when it comes to personal decisions and then, of course, financial decisions. One other thing on Poyer, and you laid out the depth chart at safety a moment ago, and I was wondering, again, from the Bills' perspective, Poyer's up now. Hyde has one more year left. A year from now, he's an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Do the Bills... Just evaluate Poyer on Poyer. Or is it possible what they're doing with Jordan is affected by, hey, just don't forget, guys, a year from now, Hyde could be leaving as a free agent. Nah, I don't know if that would matter right now. Okay. I, I think they're going to do – I think they're going to do their best to just basically figure out the value of each player uh, gotcha. individually and make those decisions as they go. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, I don't know. Is there a – you can't I, I don't want to use Demar's situation because I, in this way, but Demar is actually, you know, because of what happened to him, you could th- think, hey, the safety position and the decisions they were making. Hey, we got Demar Hamlin here. We got Jaquan mm-hmm. Johnson here. Well, look what's going on now. Right. You know, with Demar's situation, what happened? You don't even know if he's going to play football again. Jaquan Johnson's a free agent. Suddenly that turns very quickly. I don't think you can make those decisions based on other personnel necessarily. I mean, I just tweeted out. Did you guys see yesterday the the, the chart I tweeted out? I tweeted out a chart yesterday. Go take a look at it. It's when every every Bills contract expires over the next five years. Yeah. Okay? And, like, next year, they got a couple decisions as of right now. They'll sure. change, of course, guys in and out. But Gabe Davis, A.J. Epineza, Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, there's some guys there. Micah Hyde, Tyler Bass, right? Okay. But 2025, to go to your point, I mean – they have all these guys up at the same time. We're talking Deion Dawkins, Mitch Moore, Spencer Brown, and then Greg Rousseau. You got Matt Milano, Taron Johnson, Saran Neal. Like, yeah. if the Bills are doing that, it doesn't seem like they, they didn't plan for 2025 that way. You know what I mean? It, it, they're not trying to necessarily spread it out because of certain guys in certain positions. Mm-hmm. They're just doing what they can do to make sure each guy is getting the value they feel that that particular player is worth. Good news. This guy, Allen, on your chart, he's under contract for a while. <laughs> I, th- I think he's good. Yeah, 2029. Hey, last thing. The safety they signed the other day. I don't know anything about him. Do I need to know anything about him? Not really. Okay. Special teams guy. Just uh, this, yeah. could be a, this could be a replacement for Tyler Medikevich. You know, Tyler Medikevich is a free agent, and yeah. he's been a very good special teams player for them. This could be one of those guys. Um, this is... Guys, I'm going to do it. I do it every year. So this is a great time to do it. As I, The last thing I'm going to say to you pretty much before I head to vacation for the week, okay? Um, I just want everybody to remember. I say this every year to fans out there. Remember, Jeremy, you know what I'm going to say. They bring 90 players to training camp, okay? 
They will sign players that you've either either never heard of or think just have no chance of making the roster. Yeah. That's okay because every team is going to do that, and 40 players, more than that, literally won't make the roster. I just ask because it's the position. I mean, because I'm thinking. Oh, Hoyer, I know that. I know Hoyer's you are. gone. Hyde's got one year left. Hamlin, yes. you know, who knows if he'll ever play again. So for me, anytime they sign a safety now, I'm going to think, <laughs> okay, here is this guy a oh. replacement? I mean, listen, I, as soon as I tweeted out that they signed this guy, I had one person say, oh, does that mean Jordan Poyer's as good as gone now? Is that they, they got Now they got a guy? Like, no, the, his name is Zane Anderson. He was on a practice squad last year. All right. No. Just, yeah. Okay. Jordan Poyer was also a guy that was on a practice squad at one point. He was cut right. at one point. I mean, right. you know, players can be, you can develop them. But I want everybody to know they're going to sign players who you've either never, never heard of or you think have no chance to make the team. These players do not reflect necessarily on any player on the roster right now. They can, okay, depending on who they are. But what they are is signings because they're going to come to camp because they bring 90 players to training camp. I just want to tweet out, as per Sal Sports, Anderson to replace (laughs) Poyer as starting. Oh, yeah, thank you. All right, good deal. Thank you, Sal. Hey, right. enjoy your time off. You're on the show today, right, with uh, Joe first? Oh, yeah, I'll be on with Joe today and then uh, taking off a little bit later today. So, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You um, you guys have a great rest of your week. Have fun. Thank you, Sal. Okay. Sal on our Western Hotline brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the best place to buy a case. What's your outlet? 803-0550 to join us on W. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busy hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at 2 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And I think what the Maple Leafs were doing was either looking to add some more consistent fourth line forwards or add some forwards up in the depth chart that might push some guys down. And they've kind of accomplished both with this trade, actually. They bring in Ryan O'Reilly and Nolachari, two guys who are centers. 
two guys with a lot of a playoff experience, two guys who have a bit of an edge, and two guys who will strengthen their forward uh, unit. Elliot Friedman on the Leafs trade. All right. You ready to get stupid? <laughs> Let's get stupid. Ready to get. I've been, li- I've been there for a while. Just trying to, trying to do a little thought <clears throat> exercise about the Sabres. Yeah. And everybody loves how smart they've been lately. And they've been very mm-hmm. smart. It feels like things are going very well for them. Right? Not even in the standings, even if they don't make the playoffs. I listened to Sal and Joe yesterday in the Extra Point Show. Good conversation about you know how Sal wants the playoffs, and I feel that. So I thought, okay, all the talk about these potential trades, and they don't have to make a trade, and they got to be smart about it. Let's get stupid and say, what would we all say about them if they traded for Chikrin and Timo Meyer? And let's let's suggest that... For the, for the purposes of this, that they could get Meyer to sign an extension. Mm-hmm. So you're getting Timo Meyer yep. and Chikrin, and they're both under contract. Let's say it cost you two of your top three prospects, Quinn or Paterka, mm-hmm. and... And a guy who's not here yet. Savoy. Two first... Or Kulik, yeah, two, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you said two of them, Two right? of the top yeah. three prospects. So Savoy and Oslin. Like, again, I don't think every Sabres fan necessarily knows who these guys are. Let's just say two uh-huh. of the top three. Sure. Two of your top three and Quinn or Paterka, and two firsts, and two seconds. Okay. To get Chikrin and Timo Meyer. Yeah. What would we think about the Sabres' build? Uh, they stop saying, let's take it slow and not fast forward. Like that's Those are two significant moves. But what would you think about you, that? Oh, I'm, are you kidding me? I'm jumping through hoops, you, shouting you know and screaming. Think? You think the Sabres are, I think sta- it's awesome. are, are stacked? I would think they could win the Cup yeah, next that's, year. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> next year. Next year. I think second-year power, second-year whoever Quinter Paterka is here. You'd need goaltending maybe. He gets figured out a little bit more. That's the only thing. You'd need a goal. You'd need a goal. But probably, I would feel like they think they can win the Cup next season. On Power's rookie deal. Yes. Yeah, like to me... Well, if they don't make the playoffs this year, by the way, first off, I would also think if you made those trades, you're going to make the playoffs this year. If not, then lock it in for next year. I would think, I honestly, my my first thought would be, great, outstanding, love it. Because I'm tired of the talk about, well, let's not give up too many assets and let's slow down and take this thing out. Baloney. So I would think, A, fantastic. Two, B, you're in the playoffs this year. I like you did A and then two. A two. I know that's really right. well. Right. You said let's get stupid, so I was trying to. Sure, sure. I would think they're in the playoffs this year with those two pieces. UPL keeps playing like he is. You add Chickering to that defense. You add Meyer to your forward group. I think they're in the playoffs this year. You and can beat out everybody else. They're in the playoffs. Do they win? Uh, we'll I don't see. know, but I think they're they're absolutely ending the drought this year. But it would be so different, so different than what. Tim Murray is often accused of doing that I don't even think that he did. The 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 general narrative or whatever you want to say, the the belief out there that Murray tried and hit fast forward too much, what he really did was he bet on bad players. Yeah. They had too many bad players. They had risked the line in playing provably bad. And they had a bad well, maybe not a bad coach. Was Biles good or not? Yeah, he was, he was had, better than Kruger and Housley, but that doesn't make they, him great. They had a very young Eichel and Reinhardt <clears> that <throat> right. were not even yet at the peak of their, their ability. They had O'Reilly and Kane who were good, but their defense was neglected for years. Murray had a terrible defense core. This group already is what? Ten times the group that, that Murray had? He, already, yes. I mean, 
Darlene is better than any defenseman Murray ever had. So is power. So is power. And so is Samuelson. So is Samuelson. Yeah, right. So like this idea and so, that honestly, and so would Chikrin be better than any. He traded. Honestly, how different is Yoki Haru from what they had on their top pair back then? Right. Yeah. Right. And in goal they had Leonard, who they traded a first round pick for, and he was completely unproven and had an one average year here. If you just want above to st- average, slightly above average. Just stop on defense for the moment. Joe, you just made the point, right? So if we're going to talk about older teams and say Yokoharu would be on their top pair, Yokoharu would be on the 5-6 pairing. If yeah. you picked up Chikrin. It is so that which my point is, you're a much more talented much roster for talking about a guy who isn't good enough to be a top pairing defenseman is appropriately placed in a 5-6 pair. Yep. And here's the other thing too, the whole thing about giving up assets in the future and blah 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 blah. Okay. If you are trading for Timo Meyer, I'm with you. You're going to you're doing that knowing you're going to reach an agreement on an it's extension. The only reason to even talk about doing That's it right. is if you- you're not bringing him in for one year and then he leaves through RFA, you're you're going to sign him. So he's here. So and Chikrin, you get at least two years out of. Now I don't know if he gets another contract here because you got to pay Dalim, you got to pay Power, you're already paying Samuelson. I don't know that they would have four big contracts on D, but he's here for two years and Meyer's here for what? Five, six, seven years, whatever deal he gets. So you're giving away future, but you're not giving away for guys who aren't going to be here. And Joe's got him winning a cup anyway next season. So why not? <laughs> I, I mean, how could I would look at their roster and think, what aren't they great at if they did those things? Goalie, goalie would still be your biggest question. Answer, right, just right. be goal. But I would think they have a top five blue line in hockey maybe next year, and mm-hmm. they were number two in the league in scoring. And they had Timo Meyer, who's a, mm-hmm. one of the best game drivers what? in the league. Like, how different are they from the Leafs? The Leafs don't have this... goaltending either, and their blue line isn't that good. Okay, so should this segment be called Let's Get Stupid or Let's Get to Work? I mean, <laughs> I I'm, I'm enticed. Well, a it's not stupid. Here. It's not. But, but you're not. You're not killing your future, right? You're not. What do you have? You said two of the three top prospects, Quinn two, or Paterka. So that's two three bodies, two firsts, and two, firsts. And two seconds. You're, okay, so that's right, like seven pieces. You're killing but, your pipeline, but that is not the same to me as killing your future, right? Well, but but even if you trade two of the top three, okay, so out of Kulik, Savoy, Oslin, Kisikov. I mean, there's got to be, there are other prospects. If you're trading two. Yeah, they've made like 20. You still have other guys who might not, by the way, wouldn't even be here if they are good enough for three years, two years. Right, their windows, right? Talk about windows. What would their window be if they did that? If they did this move with these two? These two guys under extension. At least a four-year window. Right, who is the next good player that would leave? That's just it. Skin, uh, See, you, Skinner, you locked up Cousins. You locked up, well, Skinner's under, but Cousins, well, Thompson, uh, Meyer would right, be locked right. up. You'd have let's, a whole bunch of guys under contract. Let's flip one of the things that we say about them, and they say that is fair. Let's flip it around, right, which is we don't want to block the development of XYZ. Yeah. They don't want to do that. They don't want to sign a goalie long-term because that might block the development of Devin Levi. Okay. I mean, they still might need somebody to get them to Levi when he comes out of Northeastern. But you don't want to block the development. Okay, let's accept that as a point. Guess what? Thompson, Cousins, Power, Dalene, those four cornerstone pieces mm-hmm. are in a good way blocking anybody from coming in. You can't even have enough prospects because right. who's going to – Where is, are the spots? Is anybody going to supersede Rasmus Dalene? Nope. Is anybody going to go up above Thompson? Nope. Cousins? Maybe. Maybe, maybe you – Find somebody in the mid to late first round that ends up being an absolute superstar. Great, he's on an entry level deal. Mm-hmm. And if you pat, if you trade that guy away for a Meyer or a Chikrin, again the segment is let's get stupid. So if you want to, if you think it's all a little too much, that's okay. We've uh, we've we've guarded ourselves in calling this let's get stupid. 
they have so much in place that is so solid yeah. that they can afford to spend some of it. I, I don't necessarily think they have to do all this, but if they wanted to swing, Meyer's much less likely for me because, again, he would have to sign, mm-hmm. and he might want to just hit unrestricted free agency. But Chikrin, you know, the, the, the talk about what you'd have to give up, okay, they were already in such a good spot. Do they have to do all this stuff? No, they don't. And maybe there's another defenseman out there that they like in the offseason. Maybe there's somebody. The goalie conversation to me is the most interesting one because Meyer makes total sense if they can sign him long-term. Chikrin makes total sense even now because he's under contract. In goal, Joe, you brought up Thatcher Demko. Um, Levi's two years away, right, fellas? I heard Marty Baran and Brian Duff talk about UC Saros the other day. There was a report that Nashville is going to be selling at the deadline, like everybody. How long is Saros under contract for? He is under contract for two more years at $5 million. That's perfect. And he also is a Vesna candidate. That's perfect. Yeah, right? Because Levi, assuming, right, would leave Northeastern and go to Rochester next season, I assume. No matter how and then go- he would be here in so, two no, years. No matter here's how the good of a prospect Levi is, no matter how sure you are he's going to be good, you cannot wait around yeah. with a, a roster that has this much young talent and just burn years on Thompson and Cousins and Power. When you're good, you just might as well just go, like, go ahead and be good. And you know they're on their way to that. You got a big one tonight against the Leafs. <laughs> I wonder if they would do that, or if they would just. I assuming as we sit here this morning, we are looking at UPL and Comrie next season, right? Yeah, the, and the Levi's in Rochester. So I, I'm not, I, hmm, I don't think they would do a goalie move. But what are their odds that Lukanen and Comrie are their goalies night one next year? Boy. I think, I think the odds are good that that's going to happen. The odds that Lukanen and Comrie and are their Comrie. top two. I don't think they're going to make a goalie move. Not even in the off season, you're saying? Yeah. I'll, well, if, right, if, if they, right, if they are going to do it, I don't know about if that. If they are going to do it, like you, what did what did Demko have left? If they are going to do he it, it's got to be a guy's got. See, I don't think they would go beyond like another year or two of term for a guy they're bringing in. Well, here's the thing. It's been a long time since anybody's been really mad at them. If they bring back Comrie and Lukanen, I'm going to be mad. Just those two. Lukanen right, and somebody else to back up UPL? You, just uh, while you say, like, hey, if Lukanen keeps playing the way that he is, his save percentage is sub 900. Yeah, I know. Like, they score a ton of goals. Yep. <laughs> if they got a goalie, look out. I'm not confident in them getting a goalie. Mm. That might be one area where that might be one area where you would yell at them for let's not block the young guys from playing. In this case it would be UPL being your number one guy and playing on a regular basis and then not quote blocking a path of Devin Levi to get to Buffalo. So goal saved above expected at Money Puck out of 74 goalies that qualify, Lukanen is 41st, Comrie mm. is 63rd. That can't be your goalie combo next year. I'm not putting a lot of faith in a UC goalie UC Saros is 14th. I, the other thing, I will say this about Saros. You trade for UC Saros, I've, I do not care what Devin Levi. Devin Levi's ceiling is UC Saros. Right? Small goalie that is year to year the last three years, one of the best in hockey. He's 27. Like That's my goaltender. That, that, that might make it a little different because he's expensive, I think, because of that reason. But I... I can't get to Comrie is on this yeah. one of these this team's two goaltenders next year. All right, whatever. He's the number two guy, so throw out Comrie and put in somebody else. My point is, I don't think they're making a big trade for a goalie. 
and 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 Saros is a big trade, right? That's a big co- contract. The spot there. you just don't want to be is one year from now. The everything has gone perfect. Quinn is taking a step, and Power looks like a Norris candidate with Dalene, and they look like a great hockey team. And I know they're losing games because their goaltending we're, is letting. Them basically, down. we're saying they are the Toronto Maple Leafs, or like Car- right? Carolina was this forever. They were an amazing team possession terrible wise, goaltending. and they couldn't get to the playoffs because they had the worst goaltending and, in hockey. Yeah, and which was the Toronto has been the Toronto story for what seven years now, six years, constantly trying to it's, find the goalie answer. Yeah, looking at Brian Mazarowski's response, he tweeted back to the WGR account because <laughs> Joe tweeted it out. Let's get stupid. If they made a trade for Chikrin <laughs> and Meyer, what would you think? And Mazarowski's idea was like they would look like they didn't have a plan. Why isn't that a plan? Oh my God! Why wouldn't they? That's a. I got to go hit Brian. Why isn't that a plan? That's a great plan. You, it, it doesn't even have to be the best plan. No, maybe, but you maybe maybe Matt Savoy, who is their eighth pick this last year, is going to be an elite playmaker in the league, and you have him on a cheap deal. So okay, you don't have to hmm. trade him. You don't have to move. I just think that they really have a lot of opportunities. And another thing about the plan, whatever they do, they'll just tell you that was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's like a draft board. But going and pushing, stepping on the gas a little bit. It's it's not even fast forward, and I just want to get the whole. Not as, it's forward. It's forward, and I just want to get the whole. What Tim Murray did thing is any sort of comparison, just blow it up, get it out of here. Murray made some trades to try to get better, and did not have nearly the infrastructure that Kevin Adams has to work with right now. It's 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 not like I said. It's not fast forward. It's making your roster better. That's all it is. It's really ba- this isn't even you titled it wrong. It's not stupid. It's improving your roster now and in it the future. Be, it it's would be a two-pronged a, a thing. bold plan as opposed to just... I mean, I don't even want to say that keeping everybody is conservative, but it's, it, sure, it is more conservative. But how is it... If you thought it was a crazy idea, you'd say, guys, we're, we're giving up too much in the future. Or you're getting two guys that are going to be here at least two more years. And with Meyer, he'd be here longer than that. And you always have the option of re-signing Chickren, I guess, if you want. It's... It's not stupid. It's called making your roster better so you have a better chance of making the playoffs and trying to win the Stanley Cup. You're not sacrificing anything. By the way, there's no lock on any of sure. Savoy or any of these guys coming in here and being great. One more question on this. So when the NFL trade deadline hit, the Bills ended up going for Naheem Hines, and that was a little late in the game. This is, this is yes, the Sabres question. right? The Chiefs went for McCole Hardman. The Ravens got Roquan Smith. Like, they, they went for Tony. Kadarius Tony, sorry. Mm-hmm. They went for Kadarius Tony, uh, Roquan Smith at the Ravens. The Eagles got a pass rusher or two, even. You know, some of the contending teams went out and got pieces. Yeah, and you're going to see. I think the Penguins, their GM said, Oof, we're boy. looking to add. They need help. <laughs> so the Penguins are looking to add. Yeah, are the Capitals going to try and add and save their season? I bet they are. Are the Islanders? Yes, the Devils. They already the did. Devils are hot for Meyer, right? Well, the Islanders added and the Rangers added. But I'm thinking about the teams that are right around you in the middle. Oh, Everybody okay. else is going to add. Are you going to just stand pat, Florida? Or do you think that Kevin Adams will at least add on the level to keep up a little bit to stay active in this race? I think he has to add. Has to add a defenseman. The depth on this team's defensive group. He is in dire need of adding a good NHL defenseman to add to this group. Kale Clegg left left yesterday's practice. And he didn't even play much in the third period in San Jose. Yeah, he got benched. You know, you've got to get another NHL defenseman in here. Have to. Chickren would be great, by the way. But whatever. There's there's a piece they desperately need by the trade deadline, and that's a defenseman. 
803-0550 to join us, by there the way. Go. There you go. That was Let's Get Stupid. We should do that more. It was fun. Well, I like being stupid. Uh, Don Granado, come... I probably shouldn't look at Twitter right now. Uh, Don Granado coming up around uh, 8.05. Sabres playing the Leafs tonight. Of course, the game is here on WGR, and we'll talk about that with the Sabres. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscope level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. First head coach. Arrow got it in front. Newman knocked it away. That slides to center. Kick go to the air. Free air to Pavin Mill. Shoots. Joe digging into the archives. Hey, RJ. Yeah, right. March of 2007. You, I will. This is where I will tell you, man. I don't remember that, but you probably do. A four-goal third period, propelling the Sabers to a win over their rivals from the north. Mm. We can say Toronto, right? This is not like Ohio State, Michigan, where they don't actually say the name of the other Toronto. Uh, Maple Leafs in town uh, tonight as uh... hey again quick reminder Don Granado is coming up in a moment but uh, if you if you want to go to the game there there are still tickets available uh, limited tickets available through of course there's secondary market tickets available but it looks like there were still some through the Sabres box office uh, so you can check that out and uh, if you are not going to the game but you're going to be looking for it on television it is not on MSG tonight this is on ESPN plus comma Hulu. So that's where you find the telecast. If you want to hear what Dan and, and Rob have to say about the game, of course, we'll have it here on WGR. It is also a 7.30 start. So if you're going down there, you got an extra half hour to do dinner before the game. Then go boo the Leafs. So, when it's ESPN, it's not TNT. It's a little... That, ESPN okay. Plus, yeah. Yeah. If it were TNT, we'd get Paul Bissonnette. You like the TNT studio show? Well, I don't mind that he he's a Leafs fan. Mm-hmm. And if it was Leafs Sabres, you'd get a nice... Troll on the broadcast. He'd be, he'd be getting after Sabres fans, right? I feel like in the he, playoffs last year, he might actually have worn a Leafs tie or Leafs colors at some point. Last year, he really leaned into trolling the Sabres. This year, I feel like he's been the complete opposite. <laughs> okay, though. but still, but maybe I, for this game, he against would've. the Leafs, it'd be something else. Yeah, he'd that's be prob- that's right. 
And I, I think that's kind of fun to be on the broad, to have as part of the broadcast. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us. We're also, uh, we're talking Sabers, of course, but also the tag period opens up in the NFL today. Franchise and transition tags. Uh, you know, Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer would be the only two worthy of considering this tag. Uh, I don't think either one of us are expecting it, but should the Bills tag Edmonds? Should the Bills tag Poyer? So the Bills just not use their tag on either guy. You can let us know. And if there's anything else in your mind, you can always join us Should as they well. play freeze tag, alley tag, bridge tag. How many tags do you know? Uh, oof. I think, have you just covered all of them? Freeze tag. Honestly, freeze tag was the only one I would have had for you. Bridge tag. You remember, you ever played bridge tag? No. I feel like bridge tag, tag up. We used to play tag up, like a little sports game, like sack flies running tag up. We used to play a tag up game. Yeah, bridge tag. If you're tag, you get down on your hands and feet on the ground and bark and arch your back. You're freed when someone crawls underneath the bridge that you make. Bridge, yeah, we didn't play bridge, bridge tag. tag. It was not a thing for us growing up. Does so. capture the flag count as a type of cab or of, of a tag? There's tagging involved, yes, right? If somebody is. captures the flag and you tag them. Mm. Yeah. Capture the flag's fun. Uh, does Great duck game. duck goose count as tag? You tap someone, you tag someone. I feel like it's in the tag family. All right. The tag family. Like if, if there was a tag <laughs> hall of fame, the, the tag, would right. Duck Duck Goose it's, be considered for the tag yes, hall I of think, fame? I think it would be eligible. It's in the tag coaching tree. Yeah. <laughs> tag coaching tree. Is, now now i got to think about other things. This is You know what? This is the next version of his like hot dog. tag is a, team matches in wrestling. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Forget that. Is dodgeball tag? Yes. Mm. No, what? You're tagging you're people tagging with someone, a ball. And you're tagging it's, someone to back come back in. I, I think of the action of tagging, though, as you are reaching out and you are, you are, tu- you are touching someone yourself. But okay. essentially, you are, when you catch the ball and you're allowed to bring a teammate back in, you're basically tagging Okay, them. so you're is, not physically is, touching is them. Paint, is paintball tag? <laughs> this is the best. It's also no, a ball. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm with Joe, and I'm going to lean to baseball. If you throw the ball at them, that's beaning them. And if you tag them, it's because you're holding it. Right. So a tag has to be from your hand. Well, then dodgeball doesn't dodgeball count. But essentially, you, you are really you're tagging a teammate to come off the bench back onto the dodgeball court because you just caught a ball. Yeah, you're picking which teammate. So you play when you catch the ball. You someone get, comes some back, back in. Uh-huh. Not that the person that threw it is out. That's you. I think that's the more common Don't way to do, play. If you catch the ball, the person who threw it's out. Yeah. Yes. That's more common than somebody else coming back in. I'm actually trying to think of the dodgeball movie now and how oh. they did that work. Didn't didn't well, they do both? Both, both, both would happen, happen. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Don't you do both, Jeremy? I think it's both. The guy who threw the ball that you caught, he's out, and you also because you caught it, you get to bring a teammate I, I've, in. I've never played where you get the double up. Dodgeball, the movie, dodge, they did, they, dip, they, they, duck, okay. and dive, and whatever. Yeah, they brought somebody came back in, and the guy who threw the ball was out at the same time. So both were accomplished. All right, we can. Uh, we should probably break because if Don Granado was listening, he's like, "Guys, what the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> the Saber Set Coach on the way in a moment. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.